welcome to our podcast, Triple O, Our Objective Opinion. I'm Kaylee. I'm Brianna. And I'm Justin. And this is episode three, Principle of Principles. So today we're discussing constitutional principles and how well the modern day United States keeps up with them. One that I discussed um, that I figured the United States was implementing successfully today was um, judicial review. So judicial review is basically um, just the review of laws by the Supreme Court to determine whether they are constitutional. And um, so some historical examples, there was um, one failure of judicial review that stood out to me. Um, The Dred Scott decision, which was um, when a slave, he wanted freedom, but he was denied the right. So the Supreme Court said that African Americans had no right to sue and that they weren't citizens and that Congress wasn't allowed to prohibit slavery. And so that was one failure. And then another would have been Plessy v. Ferguson, which basically declared segregation constitutional but that was overturned by brown brown v board which is when which is a success of judicial review um saying that separate facilities are inherently unequal so that was how judicial review developed to being successful over the years okay so Wouldn't we say that today, um, sometimes the judicial review is being taken for granted? How so? Because some people, they don't really look at it that much anymore. They just go ahead, and when people want to judge things, they just go ahead and make their own opinions on it. Yeah, so like people are biased in their opinion, and they're not looking at the um, Constitution, which is what you're supposed to be basing laws and executive orders on so people are biased yeah i can like in a sense i can see where you're coming from because like i admitted a while earlier ago i am not one to pay too much attention to politics but when it comes down to what you're talking about in judicial review i think people should look more into like the principles because um, for example like you know how it's a police officer's job to inform you of your rights some people don't, they do that because some people don't already educate themselves on those topics. Yeah. So I agree with that. And then two modern day examples that I found were, one of them has to deal with schools. It's Mahoney Area School District, VBL. And basically a cheerleader was kicked off the team because she posted something disrespectful towards the school. And the Supreme Court found that um, she cannot be disciplined um, in school for speech that was said off campus. And that was her First Amendment right. So that case goes over your rights in school. And then I also found another one. Um, Basically, a man's home was searched by the police when he wasn't there. And that was basically a violation of the man's Fourth Amendment right. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's V-Strom or something. Like the case was, whatever his name is, V-Strom. And so his Fourth Amendment right was violated. So those were two modern day examples I found. One dealing with the First Amendment and one dealing with the Fourth. I can kind of see where you're coming from with the First Amendment. I was thinking of um, a situation that I've seen a while, not a while ago, it was actually yesterday on TikTok. It was talking about this college, I think it's called um, UMass. Mm-hmm. And there was someone who had like made a really long anonymous message about how they like pretty much discriminate against black people and like they don't like them to speak out and whatnot. And they were saying that they should just completely get them off campus. And the only reason why they associate with them is because they don't want to be perceived as racist and it would make them look bad. And I thought that was like really like just out of line because if you, I can tell that it was like one person because they said it anonymously. If it was really like a movement thing, they probably wouldn't have said it anonymously. They probably would have said it as a group. So whoever that is in that college, they need to be like expelled or like just because that's pretty much violating the first for trying to like um, expel them from that school because they're black. I disagree with that. Yeah. Um, another principle, one I think was, is an example of failed implementation, um, popular sovereignty. So that's basically, um, just the idea that the government is based on the consent of the people, um, basically the quote by the people and for the people. So, um, there's an example of that in the Bill of Rights. The Ninth and Tenth Amendments say that the people and states, specifically the Ninth Amendment says that the people retain rights that aren't specifically given to the federal government. And then, but a historical example, that is a historical example. Then the modern examples of failed implementation, these ones are kind of more subjective, but um, voting Voting, especially in presidential elections, like you have the electoral college, so it's really not the people voting, because the popular vote, they don't go by the popular vote, they go by the electoral college. And then um, also political parties. This country is very divided with political parties, and George Washington even warned against the formation of political parties because of division, but... um, Basically, all that Democrats versus Republican mess, um, it just, it's really unproductive. Nothing's getting done. And therefore, the people, which the government is supposed to be, is supposed to run by the consent of, um, are suffering. So. I just kind of see it how it is. Because, like, today, you see a lot of people putting up signs, like, when they're running for, like, government or any type of thing to do with the government, they put up signs and they're like, vote for me, you want this person, vote for me and everything, you don't want that person. So it's like basically persuading the people to vote for them. I can see what you mean, in a sense. But I don't don't really see anything wrong with that, unless they're like promoting something in a bad way, because you know, they're pretty much exercising their first, you know, freedom of press. 
But other than that, I see what you mean by um, promoting someone who might not be good for the country. Yeah. Are you saying, like, everybody, like, the idea that everybody can run for president is, like, not good because not everybody is, you know, qualified and some people might not make an, an educated decision? Oh, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think everybody should run for president. But I don't, like, I'm not sure about all the qualifications. I know you have to be at least at, at least the age of 35. You have to be born in the U.S. But I'm not talking about, like, the qualifications, like, you have to be this year's old and, like, checking off all the, all the boxes, but, like, qualified as in they're a good leader and they would be able to run the country. Well, then, in that case, you'd have to, like, see how they are as a person. Like, not simply just as a person, like you said, as a leader. And you see how they act um, in public situations. Because, you know, for example, Donald Trump, he's not very professional. I mean, not every president is up on Twitter every day. No. I'm not saying that you can't do that, but, I mean, you shouldn't. You know, you should be more worried about situations that involve the country and how you can better it. Yeah. Do you think for, like, to be president, you should have some sort of political background and that should be some sort of qualification? Like, maybe you were a governor or a senator or something? I think, I, I won't say that it's required, but it definitely is a lot better if you've already been had some experience in, the, like, the political field. So that way you just don't step in having to learn things you know you already kind of got an idea of what you need to do it's just a matter of adjusting yeah anything else okay well that was our episode principle of principles and we basically just went over two constitutional principles um judicial review and popular sovereignty and we went over whether they were successful, which we believe judicial review is, or whether they are a failure, which would be, in this case, popular sovereignty. So thank you for listening and check back next time.